Audio Mission. Audio Mission. Welcome to this podcast from CMS, Church Mission Society. I'm Mike Stranks. For some in the church, the word missionary has all sorts of negative connotations, and even the concept of mission is approached with caution. But of course, that's by no means a universal view. CMS is totally committed to mission in its fullest sense, and there are many, many churches that share that vision. One such church is Holy Trinity in Coombe Down, a suburb of the city of Bath in the UK West Country. With an active mission programme in both their locality and the wider UK, they also have formal links with about a dozen people working in mission overseas, several of whom are CMS mission partners. To find out more about how this church so actively engages in overseas mission and seeks to enthuse its congregation with that vision, I met with the vicar, Paul Kensington, and the leader of their WISE group, that's Witness in Samaria and to the Ends of the Earth, Mary Udell Smith. I started by asking Paul why mission was so important to Holy Trinity Coombe Down. We're encouraging people to see the work they do in the workplace here as mission, but also to be open to the possibility that God might actually call them to some other country or some new area. Mission is one of the, the key purposes of the church, and we, we're all called to it. Mary, can I come to you now to talk a bit more about how WISE works in Holy Trinity? If I can put it this way, what do you expect of your mission partners? Well, we have two sorts of mission partners. We have people that have been sent from this church and we expect slightly more from them. And then we have people who are just supported by the church. In practice, I think that feels quite similar, but we would expect them to write to us at least every quarter. We would expect them to be honest with us if they are experiencing difficulties. We expect them to see us when they're back on home leave. We'd expect them to spend a little bit of time in the church and meeting us. And do you find that your mission partners really appreciate that level of engagement? They seem to, yes, because the other half of the arrangement is that we support them, we write to them in return, we include their news in the prayer diaries. When it's their birthdays, somebody represents them in church in the birthday slot and they go up and their photo's on the screen and they're prayed for. We have world prayer evenings, they're prayed for them. There's a weekly prayer group on Thursday mornings which prays for them. Um, the home group prays for them. When they come home, we help them find somewhere to stay in Bath when they're here. We, we often help them find cars. We introduce them to people who might be able to help them in their ministry. We provide babysitting so they can go and meet friends. We also offer all our mission partners some level of financial support. So I think they feel that they get a lot of practical support back and they feel supported and loved. Paul, we've talked about the importance of mission to this church and Mary's just described a very comprehensive process of how you engage with people. Does that seriousness about mission mean that you have a specific budget allocation for mission work? 
yes, we do indeed. We have a whole written policy, actually, about how mission uh, works. It's very clear and detailed. Um, and within that policy, we have a very clear commitment uh, to give 10% of the, of the income from that year to WISE mission. We're talking about upwards of 40,000 that we uh, invest, if you like, in, in mission support. And do you find it easy to get people to engage with the mission vision, people in the congregation? I, I, th I think yes, I think people are engaged. Uh, we do also have mission weekends um, when there's a focus uh, through Saturday and, and, and Sunday uh, where we have events that highlight the the, the different things that the mission partners are doing um, and encourage involvement from the congregation. Mary, perhaps, perhaps we can take that just a little bit further. You carry on, you were just going to say... I was going to say, there are hidden things that you don't become aware of except just little glimpses. So my daughter was babysitting for a family and she discovered that two little girls pray for North Korea every night. Now, North Korea is an area that we've taken on for a special focus for prayer, an unreached people group, although, as it happens, there are a lot of Christians hiding in North Korea. But this family have really taken that to heart and pray every night. And you don't know what's going on. David and Heather came back to the church and they hadn't had a meeting. This is the Charlotte. David and Heather Charlotte, yeah. They came back to the church and there were lots of people in the church who'd never met them. And they were greeted at the door by total strangers. Hello, you must be David and Heather. We've seen your photographs. We've been praying for you. They were blown away. And so as people who are trying to instill mission vision, you don't always see the effects uh, in people's lives. But when you get little glimpses of things like that, it's quite special. And you think, actually, people are taking on board what we're saying and they're using the materials we're putting out there. And we hand out a lot of mission prayer diaries and I don't see a lot left in the pews afterwards. So they are finding their way into people's homes. Paul, this may not be a question for you, but I'll put it to you anyway and we'll see where we go with it. There may be someone listening to us who says, hmm, listening to all this, maybe our church could be more active in these sort of things. What would you say to them about starting to move forward in these sort of areas of, of taking mission in its broadest context more seriously? There are plenty of people around uh, that they could adopt as a mission partner. I mean, I, I imagine that uh, if a church went to CMS and said, look, we'd, we'd really like to investigate the, the, the possibility of having a mission partner. Can you suggest someone? Well, that would be a way of starting and, and you would choose a, a country or choose a person or choose a project that seemed like a, like a good idea. Um, and, and then just with one particular person or couple, focus on them, begin to do the sort of things we've talked about, which would be uh, giving information, praying, uh, making it clear that it's a two-way thing. Uh, I, I personally actually think the, the birthday slot is a really good one. Um, I mean, we happen to have a church where we've got the, the media facilities to put up the photo, but just uh, having the family 
uh, of the church come forward, which is what we do at a, at, actually we do it every Sunday, but you could do it whenever it's the family service. And having somebody physically being there, holding up the name of the mission partner, uh, actually keeps that name uh, in front of people. Uh, and I think that would be a very good thing to, to do, a very easy way, really. Paul Kensington, vicar of Holy Trinity, Coombe Down in Bath, with some practical suggestions about how a local church can start getting more involved in worldwide mission and engaging its congregation in that involvement. If you've been inspired by what Mary and Paul have been saying and would like to know more about being a CMS link church, then do please contact us. We'll be very pleased to talk to you about how you can link up with a CMS mission partner whose work and witness may be particularly relevant to your congregation. I'm Mike Stranks, and this has been a CMS Audio Mission podcast. Audio Mission, a CMS podcast.